Hey everyone, welcome to the Smiles Are Wild podcast brought to you by Pediatric Dental Associates and Orthodontics. My name is Amy Morgan. Each week we will be bringing you tangible advice that you can use to help with your child's oral health care needs at home and on the go. We will offer fun and educational tips and tricks, but we hope that you will remember that it doesn't really matter how you take care of their teeth as long as you take care of them from the beginning. I'm the marketing coordinator here at Pediatric Dental Associates and Orthodontics. We are so happy that you've joined us today. Um, today is actually the second day of National Hispanic Heritage Month. And um, we are going to be doing things a little bit differently today as far as our live goes, as in we are going to be answering our top five questions in Spanish. Um, we're really um, blessed to be in a community that is so diverse and that has um, several different languages that are spoken in our area, but um, one of the main other ones aside from English is obviously Spanish. Um, we have around 90 employees on our staff, and I would say about 30% of those staff members actually speak Spanish. And um, today I have Fabiola with us. Fabiola has been with PDA and O for a little over 10 years now. I'm going to have her tell a little bit about herself, and then we'll chit chat a little bit about how our translating process has changed over the years. So go ahead, Betty. Okay, so like Amy said, my name is Fabiola. Um, I was born in California, moved here about 15 years ago. And then I was very fortunate to start working at PDA right after high school. My parents are originally from Zacatecas, Mexico, and they moved here at a very young age as well. Um, I graduated from the U of A in 2017 with a major in Spanish. And I've been working at PDA, helping with Spanish patients ever since. Awesome. So we were joking earlier as we were preparing for this that when she started, there were only like, what was it like, like you, three. Lucy, and Lorena? Yeah, like three people. Yeah, three <laughs> to four people who um, could translate Spanish. So they were having to do it all the time. And just as the, um, I guess as the last 10 years have progressed, we've now our staff is 30%. Spanish speaking, which is very nice. And we're, you know, we're so blessed to be able to have um, these women on our staff who not only are great workers as far as our admin staff and our clinical staff and taking care of the kids and getting parents insurance stuff taken care of and everything else, but they can also provide the translation services um, that are needed for many of people in our area. So we absolutely thank every one of our Spanish translators, translators on staff. Um, one thing that we did not discuss this, I'm going to kind of put you a little bit on the spot is, and you mentioned it when we talked about this is, so National Hispanic Heritage Month starts in the middle of the month. Yes. It runs from September 15th to October 15th. Mm -hmm. And why don't you tell us why it starts on September 15th? Okay. So um, this, you know, a little bit of history went back to, I believe it was either President Johnson or Reagan, that at first it used to be a week. And then they decided to enact into law where it was a whole month. So this month is used to, you know, help um, everybody understand the culture and everything that our Latin and Hispanic um, members can provide to um, the U.S. and teach them our culture. So the 15th and the 16th is where a big portion of our Central and Central um, America countries and Mexico actually declared their independence. Correct. All right. That's what I was hoping you would get to. <laughs> I had it in my head just in case, but you never know. Um, okay, so today we are going to be, um, like I said, we're going to cover five questions, and we're going to get started with that in just a little bit. 
Um, but I am going to, the way the format of this is going to go is that I'm just going to tell you the five questions that we're answering. And then I'm going to let Fabiola kind of take over and she's going to run the live here and the podcast and everything so that we can get all of those questions answered in Spanish so that we have those recorded for our Spanish speaking community members. And then what I want to let you know is that we have answered all of these questions on a different video um, back in March. So what, and that's available on our YouTube channel here on Facebook and on our podcast. So I will get the links to that information um, in the comments as soon as we're done with this live, okay? So the questions we're gonna answer um, are when you should bring your child to the dentist. So we're gonna talk a little bit about what age is appropriate for that. Um, Fabiola is gonna discuss when you should replace your toothbrushes. Um, and that includes toothbrush heads on electric toothbrushes. We're gonna talk about kind of why and when you should try to get rid of the bottle for your child and kind of the steps you should take for that. We're going to talk a little bit about um, what kind of what to do in case of an emergency, like how to contact us in case of an emergency. And then we're going to talk about when you should bring your child to see the orthodontist. Um, so again, all these questions are answered in a previous video, a previous podcast, and they're available on our YouTube and our Facebook page here. And I will put those in the link in the comments. So for now, I'm going to turn it over to Fabiola and she's going to start off with the first question, which is, when you should bring your child to see the dentist. Buenos días, mi nombre es Fabiola. He estado trabajando aquí en la clínica por casi 11 años. Y hoy vamos a contestar unas preguntas que son muy comunes entre padres de familia um, sobre sus hijos. Um, la primera pregunta que es muy común es cuándo deben um, traer su hijo para su primer cita um, con el dentista. Um, la, la AAPD, que es la Academia Americana de Ontología Pediátrica, recomienda que, al, que su hijo venga al dentista um, el primer año. Esto ayuda a que ellos um, se acostumbren y um, pierdan los nervios. Y en, durante esta cita, es una cita, cita muy corta. Entonces, um, regularmente hacen el examen, le ponen el tratamiento de fluoruro y, um, y así su hijo va aprendiendo y se va acostumbrando a venir al dentista cada seis meses. La segunda pregunta es que cuándo debe reemplazar el cepillo de dientes de su hijo. Um, también es recomendado por la academia cada tres meses. Esto incluye cepillos manuales y cepillos eléctricos. Um, los, hay dos tipos de cepillos eléctricos, um, los que tienen la cabeza, la cabeza um, que se puede reemplazar y los que no. Es lo mismo para todos los cepillos de dientes cada tres meses, especialmente si alguien en su familia ha estado enfermo. Mucha gente guarda y coloca el cepillo um, juntos en un vaso. Entonces, si están enfermos o cualquier miembro de su familia está enfermo, por favor, reemplacen sus cepillos de dientes porque esto puede causar que las bacterias sigan ahí y, nos, y sigan con la enfermedad. Um, la tercera pregunta que es muy común entre padres y familias es cómo pueden cómo pueden ayudar um, a, prevenir, a prevenir caries y dejar la, la, um, el biberón. Entonces, también um, es recomendado también por la academia que dejen el biberón um, al año. Y yo sé que eso es algo muy difícil. Um, muchos niños se acostumbran y es un hábito difícil de dejar. Um, pero la razón por la que deciden eso, porque no es muy común que a los niños les guste ir a um, se duerman con um, algo que no sea leche. Entonces, aunque la leche 
materna y la leche um, regular um, tiene mucha azúcar. Entonces, cuando esta azúcar se queda en los dientes, eso causa que, um, que progresen las caries. Entonces, en la noche, si su hijo duerme con, con, um, con un biberón o con un vasito, asegúrese que siempre tenga agua, um, porque queremos evitar que esa leche um, se quede en los dientes toda la noche. Uh, la cuarta pregunta es, um, ¿qué tal si algo si algo pasa con los dientes o frenos de mi hijo después de la hora de servicio de la clínica. Um, no duden en llamarnos. Nosotros tenemos una línea dedicada para cualquier emergencia. Lo único que tiene que hacer es seguir, seguir, um, seguir las indicaciones y alguien se pondrá en, con, en comunicación con usted. Um, no, cualquier emergencia, cualquier problema, si se cae, se golpea el diente, llámenos. Um, pero también no, si cree que es algo... Demas, um, demasiado urgente lo puede llevar a emergencias. Um, y la última pregunta es, ¿cuándo es recomendado hacerle una consulta de ortodoncia a su hijo? Um, recomendado es como a los siete años. Um, nosotros tenemos el beneficio que tenemos un ortodoncista aquí en la clínica. Entonces, él trabaja muy en junto con nuestros um, dentistas aquí. Ellos se han comunicado y más o menos saben cuándo es la mejor situación para cada paciente. Pero si en cualquier momento tiene una pregunta o cualquier cosa, nosotros les podemos hacer citas con el ortodoncista, ortodoncista aquí um, durante casi como los siete años. Um, no, y también esa era la última pregunta. Entonces, si quiere obtener más información o más um, sobre estas, estos videos educativos o nuestros concursos, concursos, um, Amy va a poner un enlace en los comentarios donde se puede suscribir con su correo electrónico para que re, um, reciba estos, estos videos. I am assuming that was really good. Okay, so thank you, Fabiola, for sharing. No, you did, you did great. You did, you did great. Um, I do know a little bit of what she was saying just from working here, but, uh, you know, we, we are really, really, again, I just want to stress how thankful we are that we have the women on our staff that are that make this service available to our parents, especially that need it. Um, it has allowed us to be able to communicate directly with parents instead of having to do talk to the patient and the patient has to translate to the parent. It's, you know, it's been, it's been really good to, and it's been really, I think, nice to, for me personally, to watch this um, section of our office kind of grow and be able to provide this service to our community. Um, again, um, if you ever have any questions or anything like that, you know, you can always leave them in the comments. Um, we can come on if you are watching this and you are um, in need of a Spanish translator, you know, just let us know when you're coming in for your appointments. We usually try to mark all that stuff. And we have a dedicated message line for Spanish speaking only where we have a dedicated phone person that actually answers all of those questions. So um, if you call in and you need a translator um, and you have to leave a message for some reason, there are options within our phone queue um, that let you leave that message just directly in Spanish, which is nice. Do you want to repeat that real quick in Spanish? Yes. yes. Okay. Entonces, um, nuestro número de teléfono, tenemos una línea especialmente para nuestros pacientes que hablan español. Um, tenemos um, personal en la clínica que puede um, hacerle citas, contestar sus preguntas. Entonces, cuando llame, um, puede escoger um, la línea en español y alguien le ayudará. Perfect. Um, so, you know, that's kind of all we have for today as far as what we're going to go over as far as the content. And um, we want to thank you all for watching this today. 
Um, we hope that we have provided some good information and that you will share this information with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with more tips and tricks for you and your child. In the meantime, please subscribe to our podcast. You can also find out more information online by searching for Smiles Are Wild on all platforms, including Facebook and Instagram. But don't forget, it doesn't really matter how you take care of their teeth as long as you take care of them from the beginning.